Opa Gundam style. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot. It's a Gundam podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Sarah. I use she, her pronouns. And I'm Max, and I use he, him pronouns. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I've been building, well, I've been playing a fuckload of Elden Ring first and yeah. foremost, but I've also been building a, a, a Barbatoris. Uh, a Barbatoris. Damn, Barbatoris got four legs now? Yeah, no, that is literally the thing I'm building. Wait, really? Yeah, there's a kit from, um, they did like a little like tiny YouTube like OVA type thing. Um, a four-legged Barbados. Bar- ba- ba- Barbados. Barbados in the fucking the Uma Musume Derby anime, the horse girl anime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm sending the image post-haste. Um, this just is like the, the main sort the, of headliner the, kit. The, the, those those anime girls getting trampled underfoot. Oh my god, this is sick. This is this is this is Ravana to me. This is Ravana Final Fantasy fourteen to me. Little bit. Oh my it's got the fucking it's got the fucking tail too, like the um like the dog in uh uh Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah, it was a bit blade wolf with it. <laughs> exactly. yeah, that guy. Yeah. That's sick. Um so, b- before we started recording, I-, I asked you the question of, did you like it this week? Yeah, and I did like it. Of-, of course, I liked it a lot, but the thing is that, like, Gundam, from an outsider perspective, and, like, I have seen, like, like, I- like I've seen one and a half series of Gundam, not counting what I've covered on this, sh- not counting what we've covered on this podcast, and, like, yeah. Gundam has a really sad reputation, and... yes. I don't want to act like the deaths in in 0079 didn't phase me because like some of them did like like Kai's girlfriend dying like getting shunted off the that plane was, that was, was a real fucking like, rough. That was a real like. Um, did you ever read Catch Twenty Two or watch Catch Twenty Two? Nope. There's um there's a thing that I think about a lot from from that book. It's like the the quint the the near the end of the book. It's just the 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 entire book has like these these reference like the entire book is told com- like completely out of order and there's these references okay. to Snowden's secret throughout the entirety of it mm-hmm. and the what, what when we get to the end of the book we get the scene of this Snowden this this guy dying and Snowden's secret is that just uh just that you know man is meat if you light him on fire he will burn if you throw him out a window he will you know die sure. like the the fragility of the human body uh-huh. and like. Kai's girlfriend just like like so unceremoniously dying like that in such a like shit luck way really has stuck with me. But like aside from that, nothing in none of the deaths that I've encountered in Gundam really like had a real sad effect on me. Like I was a little I was like bummed when um Ryu, was that his name in seventy nine? Yeah. Big that guy. Was Ryu. Yeah, I was definitely not. I was definitely bummed when he went, but like, I don't know. There, I didn't feel a super strong weight behind that. The, these episode, this episode though, uh, a character felt a weight to be sure. Yeah, yeah. The weight of a Kirk hammer. The weight of the Kirk hammer. Kudal Kudal coming in with that visceral attack. <laughs> he charged that. He charged that R two. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, God, one t- that, that one Tumblr post voice, he fucked that old R2. That's what I say when I see C- when I when I see C3PO in a, in a new hope. He <laughs> fucked that old R2. Did fuck that R2. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh you wanna get into it, sir? Yeah, so we start with episode 10. A letter from tomorrow. 
The Tekadon crew have received some videos from their families. Some are more warmly received than others, though, as Cudelia's mother has sent her a missive requesting that she return home, saying that her dad misses her oh so badly. Tekadon and the Turbines discuss their flight plan for getting to Earth, and Orga is informed that there'd be a liaison from Tewaz to stay on board. Meribit Stapleton, the woman who gave uh, a puking Orga his hanky last week. We get some of Atra's backstory and find out the hard streets that she came up on and how she met Mikazuki and got that job at Haba's shop that we saw her working at in the first episode. As Akihiro and Takaki head out on patrol, Akihiro reminisces about the brother that he had and how he hasn't seen him since they were sold to separate owners as human debris. Suddenly, a fleet of mobile suits ambush them, coming dangerously close to killing both of them, but thankfully Mikazuki is there to save the day at the last possible second by driving his sick-ass katana into the hull of this mobile suit. This is 1,000 times folded uh, Tewa's steel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 killed, he, killed that, he killed that freak on the stairs outside of Spiraling Shrine. Yeah! God, that guy. That fucking... You know when you see a guy with just, like, wrinkled-ass skin, a diaper, and a katana, you're gonna have a rough time. It's like seeing... Like, I, I really like the fact that they did that, like, as a real mirror of what it's like to ex- encounter, like, an online invader like that. Uh-huh. Like, if you see a naked online invader, you are going to get your shit kicked yeah, you in. Yeah, you are not coming out of this one they've got like a They've got, like, a plus 15 ogre club uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, some fucked up like that. Um, but this episode is quite nice. I like it. I like the, you know, the episodes where they get to chill for the most part. And this is mm-hmm. just, like, this is the fucking, like, Skype correspondence episode, really. Yeah. Um, the... I, 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 Dexter Colostor Skypes into the bridge to say, hey, we got some support from Tewaz. Gellerhorn hasn't mm-hmm. shown up. And, like, the kids in the background are, like, jumping into frame, like the Edekuns and Dakaras in, uh, yeah. in, in Metroid Fusion. Uh-huh. It's so nice. <laughs> I, when I when I played that game as a kid, I would just, like, sit on that screen and watch that little picture-in-picture picture of the, the Edekuns and Dakaras. Mm-hmm. That, like, that, like, four-second looping gif. Uh, I yeah. would just watch that for so long. It's so cute. There's, there's, you love to see an alien emu and an alien, I guess, like... Some sort of monkey. A lemur, I, I, perhaps? I kind of, I kind of interpreted the. I, 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 I kind of thought the little guys were like, like koala esque to me. Uh, yeah. Keep their bit marsupial with it. Sure. Yeah. They're funny little guys. Nice, nice to just have a reminder that Dexter Colasto. Nice, nice to just have a reminder that I, I am not wasting brain space remembering the name Dexter Colaster. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that like, despite him not being allowed to leave, he seems to like be in like he seems to be in good spirits. You know, like he's clearly like, oh shit, okay, the kids who are employing me actually are bringing in money, so I'm safe here. Yeah, and they're treating they're probably treating him better than Marba was. I believe it. Yeah. Um. Biscuit, like, he gets a Skype from his sisters, and he sort of takes it privately because uh, Orga mentions, like, one of them is like, hey, why is Biscuit taking it, you know, in his room? And Orga says, well, it's because he knows that not everyone on the ship has family. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, he's like being nice and conscientious. Were these, were these Skype calls or were these like video, were these like videos that were sent? Cause I, I interpreted this as like, like, like the, a video letter being sent to the yeah, members no, of Yeah, it, no, it, it's that. I'm calling it okay. Skype. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. okay. Called, I just like, want to make sure that I wasn't, that I hadn't like missed. I had to yeah, make no, sure no, that no. I didn't miss it. Cause I, cause like if, if it had been like a, a two way call that like, I would have been like, damn, Biscuit didn't say a fucking thing to Cookie and Cracker. Kind of <laughs> yeah, cold. he's in his head about it. Um, <laughs> it's nice. Eugene, as he's, Biscuit like. He's trying to speak to them through new type but he doesn't know that that doesn't exist in this universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, 
as you know, he walks off and he takes his call, and it's nice cooking cracker doing well. Uh, Eugene says, "I don't want any family messages. I just want messages from from my love. From a, lo- I, I need kindness and love from a woman." And they, Shino keeps saying that Eugene just had his first experience. Did yeah, I- he he ta- he calls him like Mister Popped Cherry or something. What? Did Eugene fuck? I th- I think Eugene canonically fucked. I don't know if we get to find out whom though. I mean, God. let's be real. I'm doing fucking. I'm doing fucking. I'm doing the fucking ASAP Rocky like Pac fucked Madonna face. Like <laughs> Eugene fucked. Eugene, Eugene didn't fucked. fuck. Eugene fucked. Eugene yeah. fucked. <laughs> Have you seen that video? The the ASAP Rocky noisy interview from I, like 2012, maybe. I feel like I saw it when it came out. But it's so fucking good. <laughs> just, the, um, just this is, like a, this is sheer incredulity that he delivers. Pac fucked Madonna. Pac yeah. didn't fuck Madonna. Pac fucked Madonna. <laughs> Eugene fucked Orca? <laughs> now that Eugene I believe. No incredulity about that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, oh, okay, yeah, that checks out. Checks yeah, that out, checks out. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, our, two, our two captains are clapping each other's cheeks, as is their right. Yeah, exactly. I am saluting them. <laughs> it's their ship. They can do what they want. <laughs> yes, uh, their ship. Your ship? <laughs> Eugene says, Eugene, yeah, Eugene says he would rather receive a video. Like, like the, it sounds like a drill treat. Like, I w- instead of receiving a message from my family, I would love to receive a letter from a beautiful woman. Like, honestly, honestly, not yeah, a no. drill treat, a, a Tony Zarrett post. Like, can yeah. the lads, can the lads relate to this one? <laughs> exactly. Oh, fuck. Tony Zarrett posts are so good. But yeah. Shino doesn't even want that. He he wants Booba. He wants, he wants the, the He wants the, he wants the opai that are right in front of him. <laughs> And, like, they, Eugene and Shino start arguing about this, and mm-hmm. Orga's like, hey, fucking, come Eugene, on. I also like Eugene out. saying that he, he, Eugene says he needs kindness and love from a woman. It's and Orga's like, am I not good enough? <laughs> I give you listen, kindness and love, Eugene. Listen, Eugene, ha- listen, Orga has a lot of love in him, I'm sure. I don't, kindness does not, I do not think an Orga, I do not think that Orga is particularly unkind man, but kind is not a word I would use to describe him immediately. Yeah, it, it's, it's more like, uh... It's it's like a fatherly kindness, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So as Biscuit takes his call, Takaki walks in, who has a call from his little sister named Fuka, and we get and I I love first of all I love that like they have bleached, the same hair. They have like the same like bleached hair that got grown out halfway, so it's like black at the roots and like yellow at the tips. Yeah, I just like that. That's like somehow hereditary for them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a, yeah, there's a there's a Jujutsu Kaisen character who has hair like that. It's very funny. Actually, wait, no. I think that character has, like, black at the tips, blonde at the... I, I gotta look at this right uh, now, because this guy has fucked hair. Who's this guy? Uh, his name's uh, Naoya Zenin. He's not in the show. Yeah, yeah, He's got blonde as a base, and then, like, black at the at the fringe. Like, here, I, I will send you an image of him. Oh, this I is, see it. I see, yeah, this, this rules. Like, this, like so, so what this tells... What... I don't know how he got his hair. How could you possibly get your hair like this? It also, also like it has been confirmed that he is not. He is a natural. Like he's black. His hair is black naturally. Like the blonde is a dye job. Damn that. that that's some precision dyeing. Th- that's that is a very unique curse power he has. Jujutsu Kaisen manga good. This guy's gonna show up in season two of the anime. And this guy fucking oh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> Like the, the, the thing, the, the funny thing about Jujutsu Kaisen is that like there will be like you know mass mass murderers, like serial killers, like everything. But they're like they're kind of sexy with it. But then this misogynist yeah. shows up, and and everyone's like, "Oh, we hate you." 
problem unproblematic no one likes no one's fave just unpro- <laughs> just problematic all throughout yes <laughs> yes and then we hate your hole <laughs> we hate your hole <laughs> uh let's see see yes it's a nice nice um takaki backstory he's working with tekadon to save up money to send fuka to like a proper school because she's in an orphanage now i cannot fucking believe that that Takaki made it through these episodes alive after this. Like, yeah, he this was is waving pr- big flags. This is, this is primo, like, oh, but I can't wait to retire tomorrow and go live with my ailing mom who needs all my money that I'm going to save mm-hmm. and pull out of the bank tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> Despite the circumstances, he fucking made it. Um, yeah. Kudelia also gets a call, a message from her mother. And she's like straight up turns it off halfway because yep. it's just her mom asking her to go home. And she's like, does she not realize that my father literally wants me dead? Yeah. Seems bad. She also apologizes to Fumaton for getting her involved in this shit. And like, I'm just clapping like a seal anytime Fumaton gets to say or do anything, which is not very mm. often. <clears throat> she's nice. She's just like, you know, hey, this is my job. But she's not saying it like begrudgingly. She's saying it like, no, it's just like her duty. She's devoted to Kudelia. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> I think the thing I think the thing that kind of frustrated me with these episodes is that like I don't want to see well okay I would love to see Cudelia behind the wheel of a mobile suit but like I mm-hmm. don't need to see that to feel satisfied with this character I just feel like every episode Cudelia is just like feeling forlorn about something someone tells her stop apologizing to everyone and then she like shows up at the end and is like oh okay I feel a bit better now and then repeat same thing yeah, next episode she and like forgot everything she learned I don't I just wish that, like, I, I feel like we're going in circles with her a little bit. Like, it feels like it feels like we're getting really good stuff for, like, you know, a lot of the kids. Like, a lot of great, you know, obviously mm-hmm. Orga, Mikazuki, a lot of really good Eugene, Biscuit stuff. But, like, it kind of, like, Atra even. But, like, it just feels like Kudelia is going in circles a bit as a character. And Fumatan also doesn't get to do much because Kudelia, like, she's attached to Fumatan. She's attached. Fumatan is attached to Kudelia at the hip. And uh-huh. if Kudelia does not progress, then Fumatan really doesn't get to do much of anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I will tell you, like, Kudelia definitely, like, sort of spins her wheels in the beginning of the show. But, like, as the show progresses, she gets a lot more. Yeah, I, I, I believe it. I just, I, I I fully believe that the show is going to live up to the reputation that it has for me eventually. It's just this start is a little bit rockier than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I'm really starting to feel, like, an emotional core. Like, I'm really starting to feel an emotional core about it with these episodes. Like, there was a lot of stuff in this that felt very designed to tug at my heartstrings. But, like, honestly, I'll take that over what I've been getting for the last nine episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and again, like, the first nine episodes were not bad. I just felt, like, a lack, a, a small, a sort of, like, lack of emotional investment that these episodes really brought to the table for me. Yeah, I, I think it's just sort of, like, as, like, the show's starting to, like, settle in to how yeah. it wants to be. So, I think you know, also, since we're I think in double digits now. Last episode also, uh, last episode, last episode that we did also, a great emotional, like, moment. Uh, they Just them going to the farm. I don't yeah. know if it was last week or the week before, but this, like them on the farm was a really nice moment. Uh, that uh-huh. would have been the week before, I think. But anyways. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're good emotional moments. Yeah, um, there are. We cut to the Hammerhead. They're meeting with Nase, uh, and he's, like, explaining them how to steer the ship. And you so know what can... he's explaining it on? <laughs> he's ex- yeah, I think he's a th- fan of Game of Thrones. He's a fan of television program Game of Thrones because Nazi Turbine is explaining everything on his floor map. D- did you know Cersei was Gundam? Did you know Cersei was Barbados? <laughs> <laughs> Cersei was Alaya Vinyana. <laughs> 
I love this shit. I fucking love sci-fi maps. I love maps of any sort. And this is just this like, is so like the, the thing that like we, we get like one instance of this, but like uh, Naza uses his like the, the the toe of his shoe to like draw a yeah. circle on the map it's or ca- something. It's, it's so apparently. good. I love it. It's a map of the Ariadne system that Gjallarhorn uses, and they basically have to sort of fly through the gaps in it so they don't get picked up, which is a little strange. I guess, like, they could use Ariadne to communicate, but it actually, like, picks up the ship itself. Right, so it pings it. Yeah, so, you know, if they get pinged, Gjallarhorn will re- get them. The only problem is space pirates like to hang out in the spots between Ariadne as well, so it'll be a little bit dangerous. Uh, and he also introduces them to... A sort of like Tewa's liaison who's there to oversee operations because mm-hmm. well, bef- before, well hold on sorry mm-hmm. before that two things one um I just really noticed uh Amita's big ass scar across her chest uh-huh I don't think like anything else further I say about this matter would get me prosecuted in a court of law but I digress um no no horny on podcast but um also Naza eats a big bite of cereal and says I doubt anyone would pick any of the pirate like gangs that pass through these routes would pick a fight with us yeah <laughs> God. <laughs> but yeah, then, I've, then, then, uh, then, yeah, we find out McMurder, Barris, and Selmy sent a supervisor from Tewaz to hang out on board the Isaribi, like, as a liaison and also, like, a keep an eye on these kids. Uh-huh. Because um, they are kids. <laughs> they are kids, yep. It's Maribit Stapleton from the Maribit last episode. Maribit Stapleton. A very good name. Great name. Uh, she's the woman who gave Orga a hanky while she was, while he was puking. Uh-huh. And he, like, she, doesn't really remember her at first. Yeah, he was too schlitzed. <laughs> and then he realized, like... Oh no! Oh no! 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 This is oh, embarrassing no. for me. Oh no! Oh no! 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 <laughs> uh, and she just like doesn't care. She just goes and shakes his hand. She's yeah. like very. She's very graceful with all these kids. You know, like she's yeah. like. I, I know I like jokingly say Mill City whenever she shows up, but like she is a genuine like very nice mother figure to them yeah. all. Yeah. Like she's she, able she, to put up with all this bullshit the kids throw at her. She looks like Atra plus thirty years. A little bit. She 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 has like. Similar hair structure, mm-hmm. similar it's hair like, color, like less spiky, but you know she's like nice and blonde. Yeah, uh, she doesn't have the cat. She doesn't have the vents that. Yeah. that uh, Acha, she, she's gonna overheat if she's not careful. Yeah, she's um, she's she's wearing the Hillary Clinton. She's wearing a Hillary Clinton pantsuit. Looks nice. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> even, even 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 three hundred years after the calamity war. It's nice to see the people that are still hashtag with her. Yeah. God. Uh, and, you know, she, she already, like, immediately begins just, like, overseeing operations. At some point, she asks Eugene for a favor, and he's like, yes, ma'am. Like, he's very excited. And she's like, where's Orga? And she's very, he's very sad. <laughs> it's, because, you know, it's really good because, like, it's immediately after, like, the, like Eugene is, it's immediately after Eugene scolds, like, the younger kids for being like, oh, Maribit's so hot. Oh, I'm uh-huh. watching her. And Eugene's like, quit fucking staring, dipshits. Get out of here. And then he just, like, goes full goo-goo eyes as soon as she's like, uh, yeah. can you help me? It's great. And of course, you know, he just has to point her towards Orga. So she's he's very sad about that. Yeah. And she meets with Orga in the elevator and she like awkwardly runs in and like pumps into his chest. But Orga's like extremely standoffish about her because yeah. he effectively is like, I know you're basically sent here to spy on us. Like, were you spying on us that night too? At bar, at pub sometimes. <laughs> pub. Yeah, pub whenever the fuck. Uh, and and <laughs> pub, she says yeah, no. Pub, pub fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, pub. Yeah. Why not tonight? That's good. Uh, she says no, of course, but he doesn't believe her. And he's just like, you know what? Like, none of it matters. This is my ship. We're going to go by my rules. And she just like, I can tell you don't like me. And he just fucking walks off. It doesn't yeah, matter. He, say, he says he doesn't like it, but he's going to follow orders. Uh-huh. Um, 
the the kids in the kitchen are arguing about who is hotter between Kudelia and Maribit, like the little uh-huh. kids. And yeah. as they run off, Otter's like, "I guess Otter's I'm just right there. fucking. Ch- I guess I'm just fucking chopped liver. I, I'm just a poorly chopped cucumber." <laughs> She's only three apples tall. They can't think of her as someone who's of equal age to to, to Cadelia. Oh, she's just one of the guys. <laughs> she's one of the guys, and she's also so goddamn small. Yeah, she, she's she's one foot tall. <laughs> the smallest known organism on the ship. <laughs> uh, Cudelia shows up now, and it's a very nice moment of Cudelia and Atra. Yes, I, there's so Kudel- like the the the. I have a lot of, I have a lot of qualms with the fact that like so like a majority of Atra scenes are with Kudelia and a majority of Kudelia scenes are with Atra. Like like excluding their solo scenes, like I think the number setting aside scenes where they're alone, I think number one is like Kudelia with Atra and Atra's most common scene is with Kudelia, maybe uh-huh. with Mikazuki. And I I'm very of two minds about. I have my qualms about it them being just like smacked together for scenes so often. But also, it's pa- they're it's, good scenes. It's it's pandering to my shipping brain. It's good scenes. I'm 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 not too mad about it. It's it's good scenes. Yeah, like th- this scene uh, specifically is like Kudelia asking Atra, "Hey, hey, do you have parents?" And she says no. Uh, and we get her full backstory here. Yeah, the, she worked at like a, a gentleman's club, and she was too young to be sexual, so she just did chores and fucked yeah. up a lot and got she, folded she's the every Cinderella, time. Cinderella, and everyone fucking hated her guts. Everyone, this is such like a weird angle to swing at like sex workers from. Yeah, like I'm used to I'm used to them like being portrayed poorly in media, but this of them being like, oh, they're so cruel to this like yeah. little kid. It's like that's that's a bridge too far. I think. Like, like to what end? Like, there's no re- reason for them to do this to be like this to her. Like, the yeah. boss is a sh- the boss is shitty to her, sure, but like, no way these people are like more in line with. The- no way these people who are working at a gentleman's club are more in line with their boss than they are with the with the ten year old that works there. I like, know. come on. But like, you know, she just got so abused there that she eventually just ran away one night, and yeah, you know, she she's like on the streets and she's having a rough go of it, and and we like cut to like you know it's like the street increase during the day and she's just like sitting on a doorstep and across is mika baby miki eat a sandwich he's eating a sandwich and getting like it's we're getting asmr from it yeah he's like oh, the, 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 fucking, he, the, the fucking like the lip smacking sound effects are on this are unpleasant yeah not great not great not great and he, the first thing he says is i'm not going to share with you as yeah. he continues to this is just like a sandwich the size of his head too he's like fucking <laughs> he, shaggy rogers with it he says no you can't have any of my sammy and she says i'll work hard to get my sammy yeah, and he he like runs into the shop uh, where what was I know Haba. you got the uh, Haba. Um, he, he walks in and he like gives Haba like all of his money. He's like, hey, I don't know what this can buy, but that girl out there is uh, like she's passing. Out. I don't think she's eaten. So that's like how she got hired there, and she gets a nice sandwich for herself, and like that's a story. So like Mika effectively saved her life, which is why she's so close to him. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It's like a, like. I mean, all the sex worker part fucking sucks. Like, the yeah, that, but just like, like a just a. I, I like this. This backstory is very good. Just a weird asterisk on the all uh-huh. of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. I, it just it just feels. Sorry, okay. I, I don't have anything new to say about. It. Let's just keep going. I'm gonna. Just, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm, just, sure, sure. I'm just gonna fucking walk in circles, being mad about this, and we keep staying here. Um. So uh, afterwards, you know, Kudelia's uh, uh, like, "Oh my god, I'm so fucking sorry," and Otra's like, "No, it's okay." Like. You know, I'm I'm happy here. I have a family now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Atra sort of naively, like, because Kadele mentions that her own father wants her dead, and Atra's like, "That's not right. Maybe it's just a misunderstanding." 
That's got to be a mistake. Fathers should love their daughters. Yeah, that's what it says, though, when you sign the father contract when you have kids, right? <laughs> and then she's like, uh, well, if nothing else, you're part of the Tekadon family. And then she, like, has a thing in her mind that's just, like, she, like, yeah. it's, like, this made me laugh. I, I genuinely liked this, honestly. <laughs> the way she comes to this conclusion is but great. She, like, she's, like, she's, like, wait, if Cordelia and I are part of the same family, that means that we're gonna be, like, she, and, like, as she's thinking, having these thoughts, like, we see, like, we see Naze standing on his own, then Naze surrounded by, like, uh, Lofter, Ozzy, and Amida, and then mm-hmm. Naze surrounded by, like, all of his wives holding babies and then we get one more tra- transition which is uh kudelia and atra holding babies standing on both sides of mikazaki and i was like dreading the co- her coming out of this being like ah no this would be awful but then she's like wait no this yes okay everyone's happy like this okay yeah, yeah. Actually, this is good <laughs> she's like all right kudelia let's do our best Ganpate, and just runs off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like get this love triangle shit out of here thank you it's so it's so fucking good. Like th- this is again like as the show will, writes. Will they this, actually get? Will they actually get this love triangle shit out of here? I would be very surprised if they got this love triangle shit out of here. But you know, in the moment, I was excited. In the moment, it's fucking great. I love it. <laughs> uh, we so after the scene, we cut over. Akihiro is like getting out of the simulator, and uh, after Lofter notices that he's a lot less <laughs> reckless in his fighting this time. And she's like, oh, it's like he has a goal in mind now. He's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What could he's got a, he's got a ga- he's got a game plan. He's playing towards the end game. He's not just randomly throwing, you know, Drake is all in front of an earthquake. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, yeah, he's he's thinking, there we go. There, there's our mandatory Pokemon reference of the week. Uh, I love, th- I love, I personally love to throw Drake Assault in front of Earthquake. You tank, you tank this one, bud. You got this. <laughs> he has that dumpy for a reason. He's got that dumpy for a reason. Um, so he, he's like about to go out on patrol and Takaki uh, runs up. He's like, hey, take me, take me, take me. I've been, I've been going to simulation too. Like, I'm ready for this. Uh, so... Akihiro heads out, and uh, Takaki is like towed behind him in a worker. Seems horrendously unsafe, but whatever. It's it's fine. Nothing bad happens as a result of Certainly this. Certainly, nothing bad will happen. Uh, as if like fucking on cue, he starts talking to Takaki about his brother uh, because you know everyone's talking about family this week, and he mentioned you know he's Akihiro. His younger brother's named Masahiro, uh, and they were in a family that was like part of this merchant ship fleet. So they were working on the ships, and we get a flashback of little baby Akihiro and Masahiro. I like baby Akihiro. He looks so. F- he's just a, he's just a little guy. Mm-hmm. Little baby, Aki, little baby Akihiro is so small. He's so small, but he has the spiky hair and the bushy eyebrows. Yes, and his tell. brother also has really bushy eyebrows. Yeah, it's hereditary. I love it. It's um, cute. But of course, nothing gold can stay. One day they're raided by pirates. All the adults were killed, including their parents, and they got separated when they were, you know, converted to human debris, effectively. And he says that he hasn't seen any signs of Masahiro since, and if he was alive, he'd be about Takaki's age, so 13. There's, uh, yeah, we did find out Takaki's age canonically in this one. Um, also, the, uh, <clears throat> the, he keep he mentions a couple times that he had forgotten Masahiro. Yeah. Which is like, like, <sighs> like, there's one thing for it to be like, 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 he also later says that he had like written off Masahiro as dead, which is a very different thing than like forgetting him. To me. And maybe maybe to him he considers it one and the same, like because he's like that's how he sees it. Like we see Akihiro does not exactly have a great menta- great outlook on a lot of things in his life. And so maybe mm-hmm. to him he considers like like accepting him as dead as moving on from him. This is like a 
This is like a, a I don't want to, God, fucking Sarah every week be like, okay, A, Pokemon, B, I have a Higurashi point I could make here, but I'm not going to because it's spoilers. <laughs> Pull the string on your back, which three media franchises will you reference this time? Yeah, that, those two are like re-zero and that's it. That's what you get yeah. from me. <laughs> But, you know... I, I, already, I also already referenced Jutsu Kaisen, so, you know... Yeah, we're covering all our bases here. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he, you know, he's like, well, you know, he's probably dead, whatever. And fucking on cue, they're attacked by space pirates. Mm -hmm. um, surely his brother won't be alive and part of this raiding party. It's impossible yeah. to say. Um, but do you like these little guys? Do you like these new mobile suits? I love them. They're so chunky and round. They're they're called uh, ma like Man or Mon. I, I'm going to say Man Roadie is what they're called. Like... They mentioned at some point they're a roadie frame, but the suit itself is called the Man Roadie. It's just a little funny little frog. Yes, I want one so They're bad. so round and chungular, and it's just like, it's it's funny, right? They have the sort of Zaku colors, but they're not the Zaku of the series. That's the grays, but they still have this really cool, like, it's like these, it's like a three triangles next to each other as like their quote unquote mono eye. It's a very striking design. Yeah. I also really like the, um, the, the legs, like the feet have like, like imagine if like both, imagine if like a stiletto heel was just like the heel on both sides. Yeah. That's, and that's what I love about it. It's like, these are for space use. You don't need feet in space. You can just have a big thruster and you're good. Yeah. yeah. This, this thing looks sick. I love this guy. But they attack. Um, and oh, like, I, I just, uh, you know what? You remember how I said my favorite Ava robot is Jet Alone? Uh-huh. I just saw uh, a different roadie, a Landman roadie. That a looks... Landman roadie that has the exact same color scheme. Can I get a Landman roadie gunpla? I believe they made them. Let me, let me, see. oh, shit. Let's see. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, they're a bit expensive now. $137. Whew, that's more than they're worth. Yeah, the problem is you have to buy it as part of a set with a different robot too, and that jacks the price up. Yeah, I'll get, I'll, I'll have you one of these days, Landbound Brody. <laughs> Anyways, like a name. Anyway, uh, as they attack, Akihiro's like retreating. Um, yeah, Akihiro's getting his ass beat by three grazes. Yeah, and like right before, right before he's about to get like completely axed by one, the end of the show theme plays, and Barbatos busting through. Mika shows up at the very last moment, the eleventh hour, and this with is his, like with his with his uchi katana, which yeah, he, he's he's dual he's dual handing that uchi. He fucking cuts through. This is this is like capital B Barbatos. This is Barbatos fourth form. This is like Barbatos like restored to how it originally was. It has like the shoulders and everything now. Looks fucking dope as hell. I love it. Yeah, because because uh, in the when they when they set off like uh, Akihiro and Yukinojo or not Akihiro um. Mikazuki and Yuki Nojo yeah. had to stay behind to stay and work on the uh, work on the Barbados, like we saw at the end of the last episode. Well, sorry, before that, I just I just want to note that the uh, the next time on of episode ten was given to us by a character named Chad Chadden. Yeah, that Chad Chadden's one of the main Tekadon boys. I think he does a lot more in season two than season one. But like, I have not. He, I do. I have no idea who this. Is. I'm gonna. I'm, you know, I'm gonna close my eyes real quick and type Chad Chadden into my browser so that I do not see like Chad Chadden death or Chad Chadden kills Orga or uh, something. I can, in I my can just hear. I can be the intermediate. Oh, this guy. Post. Okay, yeah, this guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We like Chad. Okay, um, I do. I do like him. I just I had never heard him referred to by name. I enjoy to yeah, see. Chad, him. Chad. I enjoy him. Name's fucking Chad Chadden though. Like, he's du he's <laughs> double chatted up. He's double chatted up on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> you, um, can. you can. You can. It's true. It's, it's in the show. They made it up. <laughs> okay, Iron Blooded Orphans, episode eleven.
human debris. As Mika engages the man roadies from Brewers, Takaki is knocked away from Akihiro and is taken hostage by an enemy unit who is revealed to be Masahiro, Akihiro's long-lost brother. Kudal, the pilot of the Gusion, orders everyone to retreat. Takaki is recovered but is in critical condition, and Masahiro gets chewed out by Kudal for letting the hostage be retrieved. Meanwhile, Megillus and Gaileo arrive on Earth and meet with Isnario Farid, one of Gyalahorn's seven stars, and Megillus' father. They later head to the Bodwin estate so Megillus can meet with Almeria, his child bride-to-be. Gross! We learn that Toto was the one who hired brewers to attack Tekadon and retrieve Kudelia. Back in space, Akihiro tells Orga and Mika about his brother, and the whole Tekadon leadership is brought in to support Akihiro. As this happens, Takaki wakes back up. Finally, Orga and Naze decide to strike back against the brewers to show that they aren't a force to be reckoned with. Uh, a lot happens in this one. Um, yeah, we... <laughs> We get some other child soldiers, finally some child soldiers on both sides, really just so that we Yeah, have finally, the, really, the, the, really the bridging the gap. The equation has been balanced. Exactly. It's there's, a there's, there's an X on both sides of it now. Yeah. The X um, is, uh, X is uh, <laughs> however many child soldiers you have on each side. Yeah. Uh, X squared like- is when the child soldiers make babies, which is uh, in... Yeah, that, that's on the hammerhead. <laughs> yeah, that's on the... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I like this sort of running theme of something really, really sick happening in the show, and the next episode begins by showing you how it happened. Right, uh, because we see the Isari, this episode starts with the Isari beginning surrounded on all sides, and then, like, a huge white ship flies past, and it's like, it, it's like the, it's like Barbatos, like, lodged in something. Yeah, um, it's, it's, a, it's like a suit carrier ship, Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. It's got boosters and shit, like, allows for, like, long range, longer range space travel at much more efficiency, the way that, like, you can't, pro- you probably can't get with, like, Barbatos' traditional thrust- thrusters. Mm-hmm. Um, he, launches himself in Barbatos from it, and uh, Yukinojo is left behind in the in the thing. Yeah, so he cannot funny. pilot the ship at all. Yeah, he like can't, he, there's no like steering wheel where he's sitting, and it's so fucking funny because like Mikazuki like rolls up and is like, "All right, I'm here, ready to fight." And Akihiro is like, "Uh, well, we'll get out of here, like you said, but what about that?" And, like the camera cuts to Yukinojo like yeah. screaming as the as the the thing is and like flies off into space. It's so great. And he's it's like, ah, oh, so we'll get him funny. later. Yeah, he's Don't flying away from combat. It. We're fine. Poor Yuki Nojo. Uh, so yeah, Akira and Takahiro are retreating, but one tosses a smokescreen and like tries to sneak attack Mika, who just like fucking effortlessly, effortlessly like leans back in Barbatos and dodges. And like they realize like, oh shit, he has an AV just like we do. He's got a like, banana. Banana. Uh, we we see inside their cockpit, and there's like a quick shot of the child soldiers. They all have the the Aliyah banana pores too. Yeah. Um. um and as Akihiro, uh, mm. Akihiro and Takahiro trying to beat cheeks out of there, but um, yep. a, a pervert with a snake tongue is behind them. Yeah. Um. And this, he's in. He's in. A, this is not the same suit as the other guys. No, this is purple. Th- this is. Well, it's like green and purple, but this it's, is Gusion. It's Piccolo. It's Piccolo. This is. So I don't know if you recognize the name Gushian, Sarah. Um, I'm guessing it's one of the 72 chambers. There's a distinct possibility that this is the named after the 11th demon in the Lesser Key of Solomon. Yeah, gotcha. But the, um, yeah, which is very funny. The so, second Gundam is 72, is cha- 72, 72 chambers is the, the Wu-Tang sequel album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he has a Kirk hammer. I fucking love it. It rules. This is Big this, hammer. This guy. Big hammer. This guy, I love this guy's design. I hate this character. Yeah, he's good to look at, and then he does literally any action. I'm like, like okay, go fuck off I forever. Need, I want clowns in my anime. 
I do not want them to be such fucking yeah, shit. Not, like, not like this. Like, I don't like I don't like this guy. Like, another really prominent example is Hisoka from Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Um We don't need pervert clowns. No, we don't need pervert clowns. Please give me a clown that is not a pervert. <laughs> Cannot be done. I get uh, I mean the the guy in um the guy in Skate the Infinity that was voiced by uh, Kenta Miyake. Uh, that's that's the that's a clown who's not a pervert. Okay, we have one at least. Skate the Infinity is so fucking good. One's on our side. Um, but at, like they're attacked, right? And Takaki is like dislodged from Akihiro, and he's like uh-huh. kind of crunched up in the mill worker, and he's retrieved. And we realize, oh, it's Masahiro. Akihiro's brothers retrieved Takaki. This will probably end up completely fine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they Skype each other mid battle. Uh huh, and like they kind of realize they recognize each other eventually. Um, at this point, uh, Azzy and Lofter are flying in, and Akira's like, "Wait, shit! Don't, 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 don't!" Um, Mika is also like having trouble fighting Kudal. Uh, but like Kudal is out of juice. Oh yeah, Kudal is the name of the gross lizard man, by the way. Yeah, that's Kudal 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 Kudal. Fun name to say. Yeah, fucking god. Um, Every time a character, every time I learn a character name in this show, I'm like, "Fucking might as well. Why not? God, why fuck not? You. Yeah, there, there is I, again. I think in season two, there is like one of the best kind of names ever for a character. So we'll get there. Cannot but, wait. Uh, Kudal's out of gas, so it's, he like fires. It's gonna, it's gonna be a guy named Blorbo from my shows. Yeah, <laughs> Glupshido is a Gundam pilot. <laughs> Glupshido. Uh, so. Uh, all of the space pirates escape because they hit the retreat signal. Um, the Masahiro, uh, like, they, they will, like, retrieve Takaki from Masahiro eventually, right? So Takaki is not taken by the pirates and they retrieve him. So they, like, all cut back to Isuribi and, like, shit's bad, right? Takaki, they get him out of the mobile worker, but, like, as soon as they unzip his normal suit, like, just blood gushes Blor- out. Like, blood, like, it, blorps out of his suit. Yeah, it's zero G, so it really is a blorbo of it's, blood. It's- <laughs> That's Blorbo. the unit of measurement we're going for. Blorbo from my veins. <laughs> um, uh, like Kudelia walks in. I love this. I, yeah. No, I'm sorry to call. I'm sorry to call my shot. If, you, if, if we want to say something funnier, but I do love the satisfaction of saying something and doing. Well, if nothing else, Max has got a great title for the podcast now. No, oh, dude, genuinely, I I heard you say that, and I'm like, that's probably gonna be the title. <laughs> I love saying that. I love that. I love those moments. Just like, oh, that's taken care of. Thank fuck. I'm yeah, exactly. If nothing else, we got that. Um, Kudelia walks in. Like we hear that like, they're sending a doctor over uh, from the Hammerhead. But in the meantime, they have to do first aid. Kudelia walks in and she like freezes when she sees all the blood. And Mayor Britt like runs in and grabs it from her. And like she clearly knows what she's doing here. Like she takes charge and she tells everyone to you know what to do, where to go. She's like CPR certified. This is this is a really this is a really minor nit to pick, but I'm gonna pick it anyways. Um, mm-hmm. The way Kudelia hesitated here is comes up later, and she like really admonishes herself for it. But like. The hesitation was literally, like, a split second. Like, there was no... I, I feel like we yeah. didn't, like, hold or whatever. And, like, she just, like, pauses for a split second. because like, oh, fuck, there's blood. There's Blorbo floating in the air. And then, like, as in that split second of hesitation, Maribet, like, rushes in. And I don't mind... Could- I don't mind Kudelia feeling worthless in the mode of just being like, oh god, another thing I couldn't fucking do. But it just feels like, I feel like they needed to let her be, like, halted for a moment longer yeah, or that, something. Yeah, that's the thing that's okay to be given pause by, you know? Right. Like, if, I, like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. and a lot of it, too, is compounded by Maribit is clearly, like, annoyed 
because there's no doctor on the ship. Like, the kids clearly are not equipped to handle something like this. So she's just, like, in a huff in general. Mm-hmm. And Kudele just happens to kind of, like, take a bit of that. Yeah. But uh, regardless, Takaki is end up, he's stabilized. He's in, like, a fucking back-to-fluid, like, coffin almost. Yeah. It's not like the thing Lou Skywalker gets put in. It's not a vertical <laughs> tube. It's like puts him a in the fucking pool. puts him in the fucking Reja Al Ghul pit. The um, <laughs> yeah, but he gets put in the fucking Lazarus pit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, let me take, me he's like, let me take a dip in that Lazarus pit. What gets me about this is the way it's like it's like this you know nice it's like this blue gushy fluid and it's like fluorescent ish but like only the sort of head section is uncovered it's like when you get in a hot tub but yes. you don't take the cover fully off you just flip it I, half off and are I sitting in there awkwardly. The exa- I was literally thinking the exact same fucking analogy. <laughs> He's in the fucking revival hot tub <laughs> of the M and M one. Takaki just like sinking into the fluid, like bumping Eminem revival, <laughs> to, like for healing purposes. Yes. This, the acoustic waves are good for the bones. Yeah. Um, but he's he he needs to hear a man rapping about body limbs in order to heal heal his own. Exactly. That's what the body needs. Body uh, needs body limbs. Body limbs. To spider man. Sit. Despite her man, despite a man, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, so yeah, like like mentioned, uh, Orca thanks Maribit for saving uh, Takaki, and she immediately is like, "Hey, why the fuck do you not have a doctor on this ship?" So that's something else that they need to take care of. Um, we cut to the mess hall where like Atra is using like it's a, either a paper plate or just a fan because Yuki Nojo is like mondo pukey right now after his fun rocket adventure yeah <laughs> he's I not love having this. a good time it's so funny he's having a rough time of it and yeah. mika shows up and you know he tells them takaki is fine we we cut immediately again to the other girls uh Ozzy laughter and, laughter. and Ozzy, yeah yeah they're going over like the recovered battle data uh and laughter's like oh look at those roadies they're so cute and ozzy's like they're the enemy they're not cute i love these two it, they have very fun dynamic you know it's like the 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 tall quiet one and the short bubbly one yeah it's it's, it's classic and i love it um and ozzy mentions that like the energy signature of the big one is most similar to barbatos what could this possibly mean uh um orga and biscuit <laughs> head to the bridge where naze is skyping with uh brooke Kabayan, the leader brooke of oglesby brooke, brooke ogle <laughs> no, no no it's brooke ogleby brooke, brooke ogleby yeah <laughs> uh brooke Kabayan, the leader the leader of the um the um brewers brewers yes thank you he's the leader of the brewers um another fat for short as shorthand for evil character which sucks like this guy is like it's like like it's it's it's, even... it's really just like it really feels like a line that they draw on the sandwich between like respectable fat and unrespectable fat like biscuit is respectable fat and yeah. this guy is just like gross ugly fat i will however say a point in his design favor is that like the contours of his face make like the sides of like like sometimes when he like the shadows on his face look like a bullhorn based because of the contours of his like uh-huh. his face which i like a lot i don't know if that was on purpose but i think it's cool he he's a bit ganon with it a little bit like ag- again i don't like the whole like fat is evil especially when like like you mentioned biscuits like a very smooth fat character and this yeah. is just like a very gruff this ugly. is a lumpy fat like, character yeah b- but like I don't know. He like there are parts of a design that I quite like. I, you know, he has like that sort of like mob boss space pirate energy. Yeah, to himself. There, there are. Like, I do like writ large. I do like this design. It's just the one big sticking point for me is the the the, the whole you know fat shorthand for evil thing. Uh, other than yeah. that, I do quite like this design. 
Yeah, I love that he has a necklace with this, like, a giant B on it. Like <laughs> you, you know, you're you're a badass if you have your first initial like as jewelry on your person. Uh, so so Brooks taunting them, of course. Um, and afterwards, Naze talks to Orga about Takaki and Maribit. Um, and yeah, Naze's like, yeah, she's right. You kind of do need a doctor on your ship. This is pretty bad, dude. Uh, but they talk about brewers then, and they notice that like brewers are more interested in Kudelia than the actual like cargo that a space pirate would normally steal. Mm-hmm. And they even said that like they would spare Tekadon uh, and turbines if they hand over Kudelia. So like they're kind of drawing conclusions like these guys might have been hired by someone who wants Kudelia. It's the only we knew an organization who had a lot of money to hire these kinds of people who would want Kudelia. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut to the Gallarhorn orbital base. Uh, we see uh-huh. Ayn still resolving to kill guilty kids. They're they're orbiting Earth. Um, <laughs> I love Ayn. A couple other Gal- a couple other Gallarhorn guys show up and are being Mars races towards him. And they're yeah. like, oh, you're, you're one of them is like, oh, you're 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 disgracing the Fareed name, the one of the seven stars. But then he's like, no, actually, it's I'm I report to Bodwin. And then he's like, Bodwin is also one of the seven Another stars. One of the seven stars. Try again, dude. And I'm just like, thank you for teaching me a, a dumb country hick everything. And the guy yeah. and the guy just like storms off in a huff. Uh huh. But all he wants to do is kill those boys. He wants to kill guilty children. That's like Ayn's singular character. All he wants to do is kill he's those kill boys. He's got I got a feeling feeling. He's definitely not the only one. He's not the only no. Um, um The Blowjaw Brothers are we cut to the Blowjaw Brothers meeting with a Gallarhorn guy, a Lord Isnario, as you mentioned. Ving Vingolf, which is the name of like Gallarhorn's Earth base. Is this like a fucking like turbo yacht? It's like a weird, like I can't tell if it's it a looks floating like, island. Um, it looks like Big Blue in F Zero GX. A little bit, a little bit. It's clean and white and very God, fancy. F like, Zero GX is so good. That game is so fucking good. Nintendo, please, <laughs> please, please. Captain Falcon has been dead in space for years. Bring him back. Bring him back. Uh, but, but yeah, the Blue Drop Brothers are reporting to Isnario Farid, who is Miguel's father, in this like very big, imposing boardroom type area. And, you know, they're just giving him the report. Uh, Isnario asks Miguel if he's going to come home. Miguel is like, no, I can't. I have other duties. But, like, and he, like, looks very, like, glum or sad about it. But we learn literally the next scene that he just, like, does not want to be with his family at all. Yeah. He's just like, nah, fuck that. Fuck my dad. I hate that guy. Yeah, dad sucks. sucks. Dad sucks. Uh, instead, they go to the Bodwin estate. The Bodwin uh, palatial estate. And here's his kid sister who is... The circumstances are awful, and I hate it, but this kid is so fucking cute. She calls McGillis Mackie. Mackie! And she's like, I, I'm, a, I'm a grown woman now. I learned how to brew tea. And then, which is really funny, because, like, ten seconds later, we cut to a different scene, and, like, she touches a boiling hot tea kettle, and is like, ow, it's hot. And then when a maid is like, what are you what are you doing? She's like, uh, I was just checking the temperature. <laughs> Damn, it's true. She's so yeah, it's cute. Just like, she looks like, it's- um... What's her name? Ghost Girl from Pokemon. Um, oh, fuck. Acerola. Acerola, yes. I, I I was thinking... The only thing that came to mind was Alola Mola. <laughs> <laughs> or Aloma Lola. Is that what it actually no, is? No, it's, it's, Al, it's Aloma Mola. Because it's, it's like a palindrome. It's a palindrome. God. Aloma Mola. Aloma Mola. That's a fun... That's a good Pokemon, yeah, too. Yeah, but she, she, she looks like Acerola. She's Acerola with it. Uh, I really don't like how, like, she jumps to the Miguelos' arms and he, like, grabs her and spins her around. It's like, damn, you're really not looking like you fucking hate this arranged political marriage, buddy. No, you're being, no. (sighs) Don't openly be nice to her. God. 
Um, but yeah, she's brewing tea. And Gaileo, first of all, I like that, like, Gaileo's dressing down. He's in, like, slacks and, like... Yeah, he's chilling. Know, like, he's, uh, he's at uh, home. He's just, he's just he's chilling. He's at home. McGillis he's is until he's still in his, like, fancy boy uniform. Uh, McGillis starts sort of, like, expositing to Gaileo about how Gjallarhorn has all these seeds of corruption in it and gaps in its reach. We need to look at the bigger picture here. Uh, and they kind of deduce together that it's the current regime's fault that everything is, like, not so great with Gjallarhorn. Uh, and McGillis says that he needs a powerful chess piece to shake everything up. And Galileo's like, are you talking about Kudelia Ina Berenstain? And McGillis is like, yes, I am. Um, before before we cut away from this, uh, <clears throat> um, Almira completely gets Baldwin's ass because he's yes. because um, she's like she's like very excited about her arranged marriage, which is, um, you know, I guess when you're 13, sure for her it's exciting for. Yeah. When you're 13, you don't really think about like how fucked up this shit is. You're like, well, I'm getting married to a very handsome she's boy. She's not even 13, is she? Is she? No, she's younger than that. I'm pretty sure she's nine. When you're not. She's nine. She's yeah. She's nine. Seems uh, bad. I just, man, you know? yeah, yeah, man. Don't like it. Don't but like it. Like she's yeah. she's very excited about her marriage, and then uh, she like gets Baldwin's ass for not being in an arranged marriage because every time an arranged marriage comes down the pipe for him, he has to go. He's like, oh, I gotta go duties. Oh, I gotta go do things. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. And it's like, listen, listen, Almira, I know you're trying to get your brother's ass, but honey, you, you're doing a microaggression. He's gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, honey, please. Look at the way he twirls his hair. Are you are you kidding me? Yeah. You can't see? You... I know. <laughs> like, and it, at one point, Gailia has a line uh, at McGillis where he's like, you know, it's not too late to change your mind about marrying her. And I'm thinking, yes, I would, I would also change my mind about marrying her. God. Yeah, God, you know, it's, it's, you know it's it's a really hard decision, honestly. The decision between marrying a, uh, a nine-year-old and not marrying a nine-year-old. Ooh. Flip a coin, I mean. Jeez. <laughs> God, I fucking hate this shit so yeah. much. It's, Why it's, a lot of this... IBO is good despite fucking everything it tries to make you think about it. What is... <sighs> Where does this? I, I I don't need like real spoilers, but like, does this like lead to something that is like narratively satisfying? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, real sure on that one, huh? <laughs> well, it's it, it's me trying to remember the the, the no next, totally 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 Just you know <laughs> thirty eight episodes of this show after having not seen him for years, but. It, I will say, it, it, it goes, it progresses. There is more writing about this situation. Okay. Um, but regardless, uh, after this scene, we cut back to space. Um, Kudeli is on Isaribi, and she's still, like, you know, again, all up in her head, mad at herself that she couldn't help Takaki. Yeah. Um, the kids, I love this. This shit's so cute. The kids come around with, like, a collection basket for Takaki. This is just, like, a bowl full of, like, cakes and creams and cookies and treats. It's so nice. It's so fucking cute. Um, and Octra's like, well, hey, if you're feeling bad, like, come help us deliver this at Takaki. You know, ha- helping him feel better might make you feel better, too. Uh, it's nice. I just love, like, the, the naivete. It really shows you, like, yes, these are just, like, straight up, you know, nine, ten-year-old kids on this These ship. are literally just Among Us babies just born. They're, just they're, born. They're pickles, four years old. They just got signed napkin. They're they just got signed. They're napkin. They're four years old. They just got four signed to old, pickles records. Signed to pickle records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Things are not all well in space though, because on the brewer ship, uh, Kudal is being a horrible person. He's beating the shit out of Masahiro. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
and while well, the other kids are being forced to watch, there's this scene that's like really unintentional comedy, I think, because like Kudal gets called to the bridge uh, by a supervisor and he like uh-huh. gives Masahiro one last kick and it like in the zero G, it just sends Masahiro like straight up yeah. at a 90 degree angle. Like, yeah. it shouldn't be funny, but it is. Yeah, just like anytime someone moves in zero gravity, it's always pretty funny to me. It's like one of those things where, like, like you know, you're with your partner and like they they like trip, they like you know bump themselves in a really funny way, and you're like, do like, oh shit, are you okay? But also you're laughing your ass off because they just like beefed it in an incredibly comedic manner, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, like they the the Kudal heads out to meet with uh, Brooke, and the boys are like talking about getting revenge for Pedro's death because Pedro was the boy that um that Mika like got with his Uchi yeah. in space uh in the end of the last episode. Um we 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 meet, we see a kid who is uh, we find out it later after he dies that his name is Vito, but um I just called him Nishinoya for all of my notes cuz he got the he's, he got the hair Yeah, 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 you yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Almost the exact same design. Um there's another boy uh part of this. I forget his name, the guy with like the little scar. Um Mhm. I forgot. I don't his know name? his name either. Like the names, don't know, think... we get Pedro, Masahiro, Vito, and I don't think any other names come out of this. Uh, Aston is his name. Aston. Okay, sure. Yeah, we don't know his name yet, but like he has a, he has a facial scar and he survives these episodes, so clearly he's important. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Masahiro is still kind of like in his head about all this though, because again, he just got reunited with his long lost brother, who is the enemy he's supposed to kill right now. Uh. So. Uh, back on the Isaribi, we're cutting back and forth, back and forth. Akihiro's like, um, I, I do really like the parallel mm. that they. I do really like this parallel of like of of um, uh, Vito being like before we Masahiro tells the other kids I think about his brother or something like he's going to say something and then um, Vito rolls up and it's like God I fucking hate those guys like he's so mad about Mikazuki killing Pedro and then we cut straight from that to Akihiro silently watching over the unconscious Takaki and I think that's a nice little parallel yeah it's cinematography cinnamon topography <laughs> uh, but yeah Akihiro's looking at Takaki uh, and he's like sort of talking he's like he's being punished for what he's done and Orga and Mika are here and they're like what what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I made this call. Uh, yeah, he, you know, he he talks about his brother and everything like that. And he feels bad because, you know, he was having almost a good time with Tekadon. He has a family now. And, like, he forgot he, all he's about He's been his getting brother. rowdy with the boys. He's been saying shit, like, for my comrades and everything. But he was having so much fun that he forgot he was trash. And yeah, human debris can't oh. have fun, which is why he's being punished in his mind. And Orga says, well, yeah. if it, it, well, if it's because it was too much fun, that's my fault. Not yours, bro. Dudes rock. <laughs> yeah, dudes rock. And he gets, like, a, he gets all of the rocking dudes here who are, they're like, hey, any brother of, of Aki Heroes is a brother of Tekadon, so, you know, they're all kind of, kind of like, try and help them reunite. Yeah. They're very nice. Everything's going to go great. Uh, and Takaki wakes up from this, and he's like, can you guys shut the fuck up? I'm trying to sleep. I have the holes in my body. I have holes in my body. I'm sleeping in the hot tub. I, I have back to fluid all up in me right now. Please be quiet, boys. The Nirvana baby is in here. <laughs> I keep on getting poked by the fishing rod with the dollar. Yeah. There's a cat chasing his frog in here. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, the, the, there's a ca- there's a chaos emerald floating around in here. Something looks yeah. like eyes. Froggy. I really don't know what's going on, but it still fucks me up that Big the Cat was voiced by John St. John. One of the <laughs> truly one of the funniest voice castings to ever happen. Uh huh. 
and as the final song plays, Orphans and Anamida, uh, Org is talking with Nase about the fight, and they both kind of agree, like, yeah, we're not going to let this go. Like, they might come b- back to get us, but, like, we're going to have to be ready to fight them once more. Mm-hmm. Fuck these pirates. And that brings us to episode 12. The Shoals. With the Brewers on their asses, Tekadon and the Turbines head into the debris field, where they'll be able to get a more fair fight. They suspect that someone has loose lips, since there's really no other way that the Brewers would know the flight plan. Meanwhile, on the Brewers' ship, the remaining human debris commiserate over the death of their comrade and worry about you know, what comes after death. In the fight in the debris field, Tekadon and the Turbines manage to get the drop on their ambushers, but as Akihiro attempts to bring Masahiro over to Tekadon with him, Masahiro instead shoves him out of the way of Kudel's hammer at the last moment, saving Akihiro by sacrificing himself. Oof. <clears throat> that shit hurted. That shit hurted. God, yeah. It, Iron-Blooded Orphan is the type of show to reintroduce a character's long-lost brother and fucking beef him two episodes later. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So we, we start with the same combo that happened at the end of the last episode, just like yep. the exact, like, no, it's not doing the thing where it's like, hey, here's it from a different perspective. It's just the same thing. Yep. Um, and uh, <laughs> we then we cut to Takaki, like, in the in the juice, being like, what the fuck mm-hmm. am I doing sitting on my ass during a time like this? And um, who's there? It's Meribit and... It's, it's I think it's just Meribit. Yeah, Meribit's like, and it's, you fucking, you almost died. You have just holes in your body, easy. dude. <laughs> you have so many holes. Clam down. Recover please, one eighth of your t- HP every turn with your leftovers until you're ready to fight again. Please clam your mind and increase your special attack and special defense by one. <laughs> Learn from Free Marina. <laughs> Learn from Free. Well, <laughs> she got some kills. She did get some kills. She did. She did. She put in work. She 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 worked hard. She got hers. She also uh, experienced homophobia. Yeah, very very sad. Very sad. <laughs> Hate to see it. Um, Sorry. So, Nase Nase talks with the gang. I love that we reference like this league that we're in and like a small portion of the audience is in. No one knows why we're talking about these very specific Pokemon moments. Right. You had to be there. Join Royal League if you you're had, friends yeah, of ours. Fucking join join Royal League. I'm not going to be there next season, so there's a spot opening up. Yeah, someone has to take care of Fro- Frostmoth. Yeah, Frost. <laughs> Lord knows I fucking have it. I throw her into the fucking waste bin twice uh, now. Throw her into Booge Hell. <laughs> um, sending her to, letting the letting sending her to the, telling Frostmoth that I love her in a gay way, and then she gets sent to Super Hell as a result. Yeah, <laughs> real Castiel moments. Um, so not Na- Castiel. Anyways. There we go, okay. Uh, he, he, we're tracking brewers. They said they can't find them, um, but only Tewaz should know like the route that they're taking around here, so there must be some sort of rat leaking this information on how brewers are able to like you know track Takadon yeah. and fight them inside the they, gaps in the field. They mentioned that the org- the organization of Tewaz is too big to be monitored, which is very similar mm-hmm. to the to the thing to the problems that uh the, the blowjar brothers were talking about with Gellerhorn last episode, yeah. where there's like corruption in the far mm. fringes that they really can't keep an eye on. Parallels. Parallels. Um, parallels. And Amida has a plan. She has an idea. She's she's going to be in charge of this next operation here because she knows what to do. Um, we cut over to the brewer's ship real quick. Uh, Masahiro is like looking at the suits and he kind of thinks to himself that like it's too late, Akihiro. I guess, you know, referencing it's too late for them to be reunited and to yeah. become brothers again. They're two different circumstances in their lives have Drawn them apart. Yep. Um, they also, back on, on Gellerhorn, they also say that, like, they really can't change course at this point, so they might as well go dick first into their trap with the, that, that they feel has been set with a plan. Mm-hmm. 
This plan fucking rules. This plan is so good. I, I love... Listen, any plan that... Like, I know I bemoaned last week the only way out is through shit, but also, like, anytime the plan is like, no, we need to intentionally set this trap off and then set a bigger trap for them. I love that yeah. shit. Um, the We get the OP, and is this the last time we get Raise Your Flag? Is the new one next I episode? I think it actually is. Um, Let's see. G Taketsu, season one, opening... Uh, okay, you know... Ne- Episode 13 has Raise Your Flag, but then we'll get uh, Survivor in Bye. the next two. Uh, Blue and Count. Blue and Count. Like Encounter, just without the er at the Oh, end. sure, sure, sure. I'm gonna... That's the only one. I recognize the other three OP uh, yeah, let me, let me musicians, see. but not um, Blue and Count. Banana Fish, uh, Ahiru no Sora. Oh, uh, oh they, did a, they did a Hero Aka OP. Um, what? That must have been one of the more recent ones. I don't know. Uh, that would one. be Polaris. Oh, okay. From season Damn. four. Yeah, that's fucking. God, Polaris fucks. My favorite Hiroaka OP is. Um, Sora Niu Taiba? My, my, make My Story? Make My Story is a really good one. Make My Story definitely up there for me. Um, to give just, a, to, just to give a back of the napkin OP ranking of the ones that I've encountered, uh, it's definitely going to be like Sora Niu Taiba, then Make My Story, then probably Polaris. No, not Polaris. Um. Uh, 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 the second one that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head, um, then Polaris, then, uh, Odd Future, and then The Day, I think, is mm. my order. Yeah, I, I, The Day's definitely at the bottom of mine as well. Yeah. What yeah. is OP2? I fucking love that one. I, I had, like, multiple Spotify I don't Spotify remember either. It's been so long since I've watched it. Man, I remember when I used to, remember, uh, oh, Peace Sign. That one, yeah, Peace Sign. Fucking oh, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I... I miss liking Hiroaka. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I it's not I, that like I, it's I, not that like it got bad. It just like I finished watching the um the Kirishima episode in the the mob hideout raid arc, and I was uh-huh. like, well, that's that's really the peak of what I remember reading yeah. the manga. Like nowhere to go but down. That's my that's my special baby boy, and I guess the rest of it's the the Midoriya show. So I guess we're just honestly, I get my my Hiroaka like updates whenever I visit home and like talk to my sister because she still reads it. So I just say, hey Maddie, what happens? <laughs> Is it good? That, that's how I engage with it now. Is it good? Does Maddie like it? She likes it. Oh yeah, she loves it. Hell yeah. Who's her favorite? Who's her favorite guy? Um, I think Dobby's her favorite. Dobby's Dobby's kind of Dobby's nice with it. I was always a I I was always a much more I, my my favorite character was always the much more obscure uh, Kendo uh, orange hair big hand. Mmm. Fucking. I mean my my favorite hero was Annie Voice just because. Come on, Annie Have Voice. Look at him. He's the, he's the guy who looks like he's made of rocks. Who talks oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I love him so much. I just, just a nice little guy. Kendo's power is so fucking funny to me. Just, I know. It's the, it's the jackass. It's the jackass high five. It's high five. Exactly. <laughs> fucking Kendo asking Monoma to like carry a tray of soup into the kitchen. <laughs> Sorry, this, this is the wrong anime to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, this this trap. Um, we, or before we get we hear about the trap first, uh, we just get some Ahab wave lore dump. They create gravity. That's how ships who have Ahab waves can have gravity in them. Mm-hmm. And after the Calamity War, just a bunch of them kind of clump together and like create this gravity field that just sucks in debris, which is why we have this like, you know, fucked up nasty shoal zone. What they're going to do is they're going to send Mika and Lofter out ahead in like scout form uh, to make them think that the big ships will be close behind, when in reality the East Ruby and the Hammerhead are going to like do a semicircle around them to like T-bone the Brewer ships 
as like a complete surprise, which mm. is a, you know, pretty fucking sick plan. Yeah, it's um, fucking epic. It's fucking epic. Um, but as they like get ready for it, uh, Atra and Kudelia run up and they give Mika a fancy lunch because, you know, he has to eat nice for the battle. And it's, you know, it's nice. Like, Atra's like, we made it together. And Kudelia's like, well, you know, Atra's the cook. I only barely helped. Yeah. He's cute. He likes it. He gets a nice sandwich. It's, it's, it's the, it's lunch from his two girlfriends. <laughs> and yes, they smoke weed. <laughs> just Atra and Kudelia just fucking smoking that loud pack in the just kitchen. Just slamming, slamming doinks. Oh, God. The, um, to, the, the thing is that I do love to entertain the exercise of what if this character smoked weed, but I think Atra and Kudelia might be the two least likely people on in the entirety of no, Tekken no, to smoke what, weed. They, they will never smoke a weed. Never, ever, ever. Now, Fumitan, on the other hand... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fumitan's got, like, Fumitan's got, like, a fucking sick vape rig back home. They, they should call her Fumitan. Yeah! Like cloud she's blasting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! The only problem is I you can't write that any differently. <laughs> I mean, it's a it, medium that only works through audio, so the listeners have to listen to get this. Oh, good, good they're not joke. gonna get the they're not gonna get the fumaton joke if they don't fumaton. listen to this one episode. Hey, fucking Blorbo from my blood is still really fucking good. Blorbo from my veins. Blorbo from my veins. <laughs> okay, um, we 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 get a little scene in the brewership ship as well. Uh, the human debris there are eating their energy bars. Yeah, they're they eating their they're eating bar. their meal stick, and like that we we get like a nice little reminder that the staff like literally just does not give a shit about them. Like yeah. one of them died, and they were just like, okay, well we we got, we, have, we brought the fifth stick anyways because we just didn't we didn't even fucking know that one of you guys died. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, Pedro. Whatever. You can split this Cliff Bar. Yeah. Whatever. You can, guys. You can split. You can split this Canadian coffee bar. <laughs> um. Fuck. I could go for a coffee bar right now. Um, but one of the kids is like, oh, maybe Pedro was reborn, you know? Like, sometimes when people, when people, there's some religions that think, like, when people die, they're reborn. And then is like, that's for humans, right? We're debris. Yeah, is really, he's really on one this week. Yep. I mean, I say this week as if we weren't just introduced to him, but, like, this episode, he goes really fucking, like... He's depressed. He he has depression, this poor kid. Yeah. Um, Kudel um, walks in while they're talking about, like, rebirth, and he's like, you want to be reborn now? And, like... We'll, we'll begin. This 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 show is committing an act of violence to me by making a guy who sucks this much have tiger pants. Yeah, I know. This is, like... This is the crime against Sarah, specifically. <laughs> right. Like, a clown, that's clown in tiger pants, uh-huh. great. And he sucks. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you, thank you for thank you for this delicious looking sandwich that uh, actually like the 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 core ingredient was just a turd. Yeah, the rock in the middle of it. Just, yeah, just <laughs> bite down. Um, <laughs> so uh, Mika and Laughter are flying ahead. The plan is like beginning. Um, as he as they're flying, he's like eating a sandwich and he's practicing uh, writing. He's writing tunnel on his screen in the dub. Uh, it's cute. I like it. I like that he's still you know finding time. For edumacation. Yeah, it's so cute. Um, We get another cute scene right afterwards where Orga tells Eugene to pilot because he's the only one who can pilot the ship this well. Yeah, it has to be him at crucial times. Fucking gay ass. Have you noticed? Did you notice? this? I think this might be the first time we actually see it. Eugene pilots the ship with the AV system. Oh, I didn't. But like, I wondered why he's why he doesn't wear his jacket when he pilots. That does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, we, it, we, we, like, see it for, like, a split second as, like, we, like, leave this scene. 
Uh, but yeah, he's like hooked up. So like he is piloting the ship by his fucking like brainwaves, which is really sick. Like a mobile suit's one thing, but an entire like hunk of metal, like damn Eugene, go off. Um, brewers fall for the trap, like hook, line, and sinker. The man roadies are sent out and they're like attacking, uh, attacking them. And like Mika picks up Masahiro's signal so he knows to like go easy on him, not kill him, so Akihiro can can meet with him. Um, and Brooke oh, is sorry, like, sorry, one last f- thing before one last thing before we get yes. into this, just um, that Kudelia is very worried, but Atra holds her hands about it, and it's just yeah. it's nice. I can't let yeah. any, of the, I cannot let any of these homosexual moments pass by. No, no absolutely not. Um, so yeah, th- and like this is when Brooke is like, where the fuck are those ships? And he like looks ninety degrees to the left and is like, hey, why is there a signal there? <laughs> uh, this rules. And uh, Nazi is like, this is why the ship's called the Hammerhead. And sure enough, it just fucking rams with that big old like metal. Just it's just pure metal in the front of that yep. ship. I love that it's just like this is epic. a functional Hammerhead. It's 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 no, it's it's epic. No other. There's no, no ambulay of Lorenzini in this thing. This is just pure metal. Yep. Um. The Isaribi like fire some like bolt anchors that latch onto uh, Brooke's ship as like the mobile workers infiltrate. Um, and Brooke tells Kudal they can still win as long as they get Kudelia. So Kudel's out in the Guzion. Um, Orga, you know, Akihiro's like, uh, he, I, I forget what prompts this, but he's sort of like in his head again about being human debris. And Orga's like, hey, no, your family. Like, we're all space rats. We all had like these like, you know, rough origins, but like we can change the future together despite our past. It's nice. Yeah. Work is a good, it's like, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Motivational speaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and <clears throat> as he flies out, Amida and Ozzy are, like, giving him back up so he can go get Masahiro without being, like, shot down. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Um, the So, Brooke sends Kudal out and is like, this is a job for Gallarhorn. We need their support on this one. So, that they're just saying the what we knew. What we, what yeah. we as the audience could have pieced together. Um. Orga, or, I think uh, I, uh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, my notes got. Uh, so no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> Joker comes in to take some swings at the Isaribi. Is my next note. Yeah. So th- this is fucking crazy. Like we we know the Gusion is like a really chunky, bulky suit, but like it has missiles that can damage an entire ship. Like it flies and just like starts blasting it. Mm-hmm. Like it's impressive. So, you know, of course Mika gives chase because you got to fight a Gundam with a Gundam. Oh. Um, um, Mikazuki fucking does a spin move and just craters one of the grazes and one of the human debris kids in it. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. We see, the, we see the kid just like turn into, we, we don't know who this, we don't know this kid's name, but we do see him turn into a fine red paste. Yeah. It doesn't matter what this kid's name was. He's no longer. Yeah. Um, his name, his name does not matter. He is now paste. Yeah. Brewer's human debris one. <laughs> Snow, Snowden, Snowden secret. If you crush a human, if you crush a body between 10,000 pounds of force, it, they will, they will die. I am nodding. <laughs> uh, so at this point, Akihiro is able to like reunite with Masahiro and he just like flies up and just like hugs him. He like bear yeah, hugs him. He like his throws suit. his gun away and just goes in for the bear hug. Yeah. Um, and I got to say, the man roadies are a very huggable suit. Just mm-hmm. perfect, perfectly round shape for hugs. Yeah. Um, and Masahiro like is like, this isn't that good of a reunion, right? Because Masahiro is lamenting that even if he abandons everything with Akihiro, like we're going to die eventually. We're human debris. We don't have peace. We don't, we don't deserve anything like this. Like we don't get a family. We just die in space like garbage. Mm-hmm. This poor fucking kid. He's got depression. Uh, and, and Akihiro is telling him like, no, like I, we found Tekadon. Like people treat. 
us like a, you know, yeah, you he's can like, join the family. I, They're waiting to meet you. He's been, he's like, bro, I've been where you are right now. I even gave up on you, but people treated me as a human. I found a family. And um, while this happens, um, Vito is like, oh, I'm going to get my revenge for Pedro. And Mikazuki does a spin move again and just crushes him to death. Done. Domed. Yeah. Uh, but And like poor Masahiro, he's starting to like laugh at this. He's like, we don't have family. He's like, Akihiro, you were having fun while you all... I was waiting for you, and you abandoned you me? You abandoned your boy? You abandoned your boy, Griffin McElroy? And, like, it fucking sucks. Like, Masahiro's Griff, Griff, not having Griffin, a good one. On. Uh, Griffin McElroy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Pretty fucking good. Thank you. Um, Like, Mika's still facing Kudal, and he sees that... Um, he he sees that like uh, Akihiro and Masahiro are like entwined. He's like, oh, I can use this, and he flies over and like Masahiro is now holding Akihiro still, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna show you, you know, human debris don't get resurrected. This is the fate of all human debris. And he pushes Masi or he pushes Akihiro away at the very last moment as Kudal just fucking craters him with the hammer. Yeah, just gone. And Akihiro screams for Masahiro, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, it fucking and like as this happens, like Akihiro sees it as young Akihiro being pushed away by young Masahiro too. It's like yes. back when they were kids being separated. Yes. Fuck. God, it sucks. It hurts. It's so sad. Hopefully next week we get some fucking revenge and comeuppance. Yeah, I I I love I love to experience revenge. <laughs> you know, you know that you know that classic phrase that they say when you go when you seek revenge, you only need to dig one grave because that you're you're just gonna bury the one person you kill. Yeah, you're gonna bury, you're gonna be successful in your journey. <laughs> um, last episodes. Uh, and b- before we we close out the show, we got a nice fun Beyond Tool World this week. You're going to love this. Trust me. Hell yeah, I got told that I can take a breather on this one, so I'm not fucking yeah, doing shit. Yeah, well, I usually just do one a week. I like the I like doing two now. But this is a bit this was a big one, yeah? Yeah, this this is a bigger one, because I was like, okay, I want to do a character that we're not gonna see ever again. So I wanted to look at Kudal's voice, I wanted to look at Brooke's voice, I wanted to look at uh Masahiro's voice. And this is in the dub. And I looked at Masahiro's voice and I'm like, no fucking way. Uh, you might recognize this voice actor because Masahiro Otland was voiced by Chris Hackney. Hmm. You 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 may not know the name, but you'll know his works. Um, I'm excited. Born to November. <clears throat> I'm excited to know him. Yeah. Uh, born November third, nineteen eighty two. Chris Hackney. Uh, he's been active since like about two thousand. Mm-hmm. He voiced uh Kakeru Ozora in the Sailor Moon S movie. Uh, in 2004's Gundam Seed, he voiced Athrun Zala, who is like one of, I think, the three main characters of Gundam Seed. Okay, uh, so, so Gundam, he's been a Gundam a vet. Yeah. Uh, he was Vito in One Piece. In, that was 2004. 2009, Naruto Shippuden. He was Ashura Otsuzuki. Um, cut to 2015, Gundam The Origin. He's Yuki, who is like, a, I, he's an origin-only character. I forget what exactly he does. It's, I don't remember much about The Origin. Um, 2015 Jojo Bizarre Adventure. Okay, he's Father Sticks, and Father the name. Sticks? I mean, obviously Sticks. You know the band, but right. Father is Sticks that, wait, is the wait, guy. Is Father, hold on, is Father Sticks the guy who's the um the mentor of the two guys that Dio beats the shit out of in part one? The um the no no he's not. Who is he? He he is such a bit part. He's the priest who finds Dio's coffin on the boat at the very end of Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, why not? Aki, or Aki, Araki just wanted to name a guy after Six, sure. Um, <clears throat> obviously, 2016 Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, he's Masahiro. 2016's One Punch Man, he was Stinger, and mm-hmm. he's Stinger in you know, the games and the season two and all that. Uh, Mob Psycho 100, he is Mameta Inugawa, uh, Akagi, and Takeshi Hoshino. I don't remember any of those characters. I think Mameta is actually one of a more important character. He's no, like the sort of like No, Mameta's just one of the, Mameta is the the like the the school the guy who's like in club with uh Mob, the shortest one with like the, oh, yeah, the middle yeah, yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Who who um, else who else was he? Akagi and Takeshi Hoshino. Um, I don't know. I just wrote the names down. <laughs> Akagi. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a very minor yeah. character. <laughs> <laughs> behind the voice actors.com thanks for this one i don't remember these guys though anyways keep um, going in the 2017 dragon ball super dub he's son gohan okay we like gohan i enjoy um, him he's he's uh yoakim in 2017's berserk uh in 2017's fire emblem echoes he's a character named bowie which is just a funny name uh and i i like writing down the character names that are just complete batshit because in 2018's bungo stray dogs he was a character called francis scott key fitzgerald Sure. I, I genuinely, I, I so often forget that Bungo Stray Dogs is doing Fate. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, Francis Scott, Key, sorry, Francis Scott Key Fitzgerald? Yeah, that's two different names smashed together, I do believe. Um, Because there was Francis Scott Key and there is F. Scott Fitzgerald, right? Yeah, Francis Scott Key did the national anthem. Uh, yeah, F. Scott Fitzgerald slap. was, yeah, a, a, a novelist. That was great, Gatsby. Yeah. N- 2018's Attack wait, Pikachu. Yeah. Did? Oh yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that, okay, yeah, that was great, Gatsby. I thought that was Hemingway. Yeah, that was Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Twenty eighteen's <clears throat> Attack of Pikachu. He was Keith Norman. I wrote Keith Normal accidentally. <laughs> Keith Normal. Might as well. Might as well. Everyone looks like a fucking like knockoff Pixar character in that game. Twenty um, eighteen's Boruto. He was Ichirota Oniyuzu. In twenty eighteen's Mega Man Eleven, he was Otto, and he was Blast Man. Okay. I like Otto. He's a fun robot. <clears throat> um, this is the wow, God, my throat is so scratchy right now. Hold on, I've been clearing my throat a lot. What's this guy's name again? Chris Hackney. Um, this is the one that everyone knows him from because in 2019's Fire Emblem Three Houses, he is everyone's favorite sicko, Dimitri Alexander Bladed. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I'm aware of him loosely. This is yeah, he's he's Dimitri. We like Dimitri. He's my favorite of the three main characters because he's a fucking lunatic. I know. Um, I, I know very little about those characters if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's you know. I'm still very, I'm still very early on. I'm, I'm looking at some of his other gaming. I'm looking at some of his other gamer roles to see if there's just anything that I, I recognize. Um, oh yeah, if you see something, by all means. Um. Uh oh, uh, Renju Okiura in AI: The Somnium Files. That's fun. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh in 2020, well, actually, I, I got a couple more actually. Uh, 2019, Pokemon Vasters. He's Volkner, the electric gym leader from Gen Four. He is the main uh, player male voice in Code Vein. 2019, he is uh. Giacco in Golden Wind, JoJo's funny Iceman. Oh, he's Iceman. He's Iceman. Uh, in Pokemon Twilight Wings, the sort of like YouTube OVA, he voiced Lycanroc. He voiced Marnie's Grim Snarl, and he voiced Avery, the f- weird psychic trait gym oh, leader that, in training from that, the DLC. That fucking, uh, you know, I was about to call him like six slurs strung together, but <laughs> I feel like that's. <laughs> Even if they are slurs that I can reclaim, I feel like that would not be great radio for your podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in 2020s, Avery, Jiu-Jitsu- Avery, Avery, Avery Pokemon is like, Avery Pokemon is, is a character who I, that I really appreciate because that is a character that you can call um, 
any like any gendered or sexuality related slur and uh-huh. it would be a correct and be not offensive <laughs> the same way yeah. like it's never the same way it's never racist to be mean to italians exactly exactly <laughs> like you can um, you can call this man whatever you want and you will be right and it would not be offensive <laughs> yep exactly in 2020 him. jujutsu kaisen's dub mm-hmm. he voiced haruto shigemo shigemo Naruto Shigemo. What? The, who the? F- I've seen like every episode of that first season like four times. Oh, that guy. Okay, I I forgot about this guy. This guy oh, doesn't Haruto fucking Shigemo. exist. This guy doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, he exists. Right, yeah, but, like, whatever. That's that's a fuck. This guy. Who cares? Yeah. Um, 2021's dub of Kuroko Basketball. Mm-hmm. He's Kensuke Fukui. Kensuke Fukui. I don't think I know that guy. <laughs> I like that I bring up the ones that I the anime I know that you've watched. Oh no, I do, like, I do know this guy. This guy is just a fucking two bit chicken McNobody. Hell yeah! Um, he, like, like, like the thing you have to know about Kurokono Basket is that there's the generation of miracles, and all of them went to a different team, and all of them have like one boy attached to them on their team. So that's like on every team you know the generate the generation of miracle player and like their boy, and then maybe a third one and like. Kensuke Fukui is like the fourth, the fourth stringer in guy, in guy you know on that team. Mm, of course, of course. Very forgettable type of guy. Yeah. Um, a couple more roles in 2021. Shin Megami Tensei three, like modern dub. He's the black writer and trumpeter. Fucking wretched bosses. <laughs> uh, he is Yuito Sumeragi in Scarlet Nexus. I hear that game is fun. Question mark. Yeah, I'm told. Um. Yeah. Uh. In Pokemon Evolutions 2021, he's N. My second favorite Pokemon character, who's just a funny guy with a funny Rubik's Cube. Um, and I guess, like, most lately, most recently, most notably, in Shin Megami Tensei Five, he's Finn McCool, who's, like, some uh, Irish mythological legend warrior guy. Holy shit. Yeah, he's cool. His name is Finn McCool, but it's spelled Fionn McCumhale, so that's something. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So that that's Chris Hackney. He's th- He's gotten, like, a lot more work more recently than... His previous works, but you know he he's got it. Yeah, he's a pretty like recognizable voice, I'd say. Less so for this one because he's not really like you know I I know his Dimitri voice and I know the characters that sound like Dimitri, but you know I didn't recognize him from Masahiro. But still, he's got a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so um, that's uh that's Toon World. That's me on Toon World. And now Max, I have to ask you who is who is the robot of the week? Yes. My robot of the week, Sarah. I've been playing a wonderful little game called Elden Ring. Is it the pot friend? And uh, I'm not gonna say the pot friend. I don't know what the fuck the deal with the pot friend is. Who knows? <laughs> Alexander's a mystery. I know. Um, I know literally nothing about Elden Ring at this point. It's been. It's honestly kind of blissful to know this little. But it's also very funny to like have like. So this is the first Souls game in like a while that I have been around for the. This is the first Souls game since I got into the games that I've been around for the release for and not playing on release. Like uh-huh. I came to Souls game like maybe a, around when Bloodborne came out, maybe a little bit later. Yeah, sure. Um, and so like I I had Dark Souls three on release date, I had Sekiro on release date, and now it's just like I'm watching everyone else complaining, and be like, oh, I fucking hate this boss, and I'm like, I just like look at that, and I'm like, well, I'm sure I could handle it in one or two you, tries. You just type the who emoji. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just like my smug brain is like, uh, like I. I, I'm sure I could handle that guy in like one yeah, or Mar- two. Yeah, Margaret the Fell Omen. Yeah, I could first try that guy. Yeah. I also um, I really hate everyone talking about Godric because similar to Gridlock, it's a word that I have to read multiple times to make sure that I'm not like because like on multiple occasions I've just been skimming my timeline and seeing like why the fuck is this person talking about girl dick? Uh, okay, <laughs> Elden Ring. Got it. Godric. G- okay. It's 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 girl dick the grafted. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's a fucking cool boss. But regardless, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a more sort of vague robot this time because throughout the world you find these weird like they're they're like stone giants who look like they're powered by some sort of furnace on the inside, mm-hmm. uh, and their weak points are their ankles and their wrists, which is like where like the fire like exhaust ports kind of are. Um, I don't know what they're even called. I'm just gonna call them like furnace giants. But that's my robot of the week. They fucking rule. And there's one part where you have to like run across a bridge as one. Is just trying to like snipe you to death, and it fucking rules. God, hell yeah, Sarah! I can't wait for you to play Elden Ring. It's so good. I'll get. I'm gonna get there in time. I've been. I've been sinking my time into an equally uh, deep and expansive game of Vampire Survivors lately. Hell yeah! <laughs> Which is it's. It feels like a flash game from 2007, and I mean that in the best way possible. Oh yeah, that, that is a term of endearment where we come from. Yeah, it's fucking. It's good. Three dollars on Steam Fuck right yeah. now. Early access. It's great. Cannot recommend it. Hell enough. yeah. That's our official endorsement. Yeah. Um, Sarah, where can we find you on the internet? You can find clothes? me on Twitter at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. My flagship podcast, Fear Baiting, is back on hiatus, sadly, because of reasons. Um, but I've got other podcasts I'm doing, such as, well, there's this one. There's also um, Ford Ford ReZero, the ReZero Watch podcast that I do with my girlfriend and our friend, uh, and also original host of 0079 Morgue. Um and you can also see other stuff. I mean, Fear Bane's got a whole bunch of episodes you can listen to. Uh, the Special Grid Snacks, that movie's coming out in like a week and a half. I gotta fucking figure out how I'm gonna watch that one. Um, the Wonder Yerks, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, uh, two podcasts that I've not updated in a while, but I think they're good. Well, I don't know how listenable the Henry Kissinger episodes are, considering that was like a current event politics podcast, but I'm sure there's some funny stuff in there. Um, yeah. Wonder Yerks, Animorphs podcast. Um, I think that's everything. Um, yeah, that's me. Cool. Righteous. Um, I'm Max. You can go to Twitter at MaxBajillion to find me. In addition to this show, you can go uh, go to Pod Agree, world's number one Yu-Gi-Oh podcast sponsored by Cap Corp. We're I think only halfway through season three now, but we met the most gender character in the world. What's their name? You okay? Oh my God, Sarah! It's Ubel. Y U B E L. You got to see this shit. Ubel is like the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. This is a guilty your boss. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> You're thinking of Rugal from fucking. Yeah, it feels a little bit Rugal. Like, it's Rugal mixed with Dizzy from Guilty Gear. Um, mm. And also, uh, obviously, Merrick and Moloch. Were, were Merrick and Moloch the same character? Was that the same thing, just translation yeah, thing? Yeah, or? no. Mer- Merrick was what four kids, the cowards that they are in a post-9-11 world, localized his name to Merrick from Moloch because scary Middle East. Why? Like, Merrick is, is like, to me, I mean, I'm sure, like... <clears throat> This just speaks to, like, like neither of those names seem particularly more Middle Eastern than the other to me. I mean, uh, I mean Ma- that's probably just me not Ma- knowing. Malik- like, that's probably just me not knowing the etymology of, like, Egyptian names. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, if you're changing it for, like, if you're changing it for the sake of, like, you know, eight year olds. Yeah, I mean, th- more, more uh, egregious than changing Malik to Merrick is them changing Rashid to Odeon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Yu-Gi-Oh is fucking good. Watch GX. And you can also go to Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. Listen to Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast I do with my friend Jordan. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, our episode on Super Mario Odyssey should be up, uh, which means our next episode will be on Donkey Kong Country. Hopefully, we won't fuck it up and it won't become our lost episode for the second time. Who knows? Only time will tell. Hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, and you can also go to noisepace.xyz to listen to all of our podcasts and many, many more. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Uh, they did surgery on a GameCube. They did surgery on a GameCube. He's doing fine, folks. Send him your energy. God, I am jealous of 
Canada's healthcare compared to America's. I'm so glad that Matt's okay. I was been I'm I've so been very worried about okay. Matt. <laughs> yeah, we've we've all we've all been very worried about Matt, and I'm very very glad to hear. I love to see Matt tweet. I lived, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so very good. They, you know what? They they Bandcamp had to wait until that man was under the knife to pull that dastardly. Deal yeah, with that's Epic. the only way they could have done that fucked up merger. <laughs> right. God. Anything else? And he would have like he would. The only reason he didn't stop it is because he was under sedation at the time. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, he would fucking sprung out of the operating table. Um, and Matt, you can Matt well. shaped hole in the wall with like entrails, like on the floor, <laughs> like leading a breadcrumb trail to him. I think he is just full of GameCube discs. <laughs> he is just. <laughs> That's his spine. Um, and also uh, twittercom slash podcast to find this show. Join our Discord. Come hang out. Um, a lot of gunpla talk is fun. I'm building Barbatoris. I should be posting images of that soon. And hell, that'll do it. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you, Sarah, for yet another banger episode. Yeah. Um. And but in until next time, uh, Max, has anyone ever told you that war is bad? Uh, if someone told me that, all I could possibly choose to say in response is, "Wow, cool robot." Bye. 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 Bye.